Hello, my high school students. Welcome or welcome back to Let's Chat Facts. It's your number one host, Bacola, coming through with a brand new series for all of my grade 11 newbies. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the feminist literary theory in the one and only play, Macbeth. Yes, now I'm sure most people are familiar with this play by now. And even if you're not, no worries, no worries. I have provided a link down below to the excellent play on YouTube and you can watch it way before listening. Without further ado, let's get right into this literary theory crash course. Now, before we dive into this feminist criticism, there are a few things you need to know first. Number one, to successfully make a feminist reading, you have to read the text from a woman's perspective. Why, you may ask? Well, that's because as people in a male-dominated society, we are originally taught to read from a man's perspective. And by doing so subconsciously, the woman's perspective is lost or ignored. Number two, the purpose of a feminist reading is to closely analyze how the female characters are portrayed in comparison to the male characters. This analysis is done by number one, examining the language of the text, number two, the author's attitude towards women, and number three, the relationship between characters. Now that we know this, let's actually get into the play. Right off the bat, the first thing that is obvious about the play is that it is dominated by male characters. Here's some backstory. Macbeth was written in the 16th century by the author William Shakespeare. Society at the time knew very little of feminism and its movements. As a matter of fact, the role of women in the play were played by men. And this is because women could not take on the role of female characters because of oppression. Now you're probably wondering, what does oppression have to do with auditioning for a play? Well, let me tell you, women in the 16th century, by law, were not allowed to go to school, have any education, and they were practically excluded from the everyday public life. Hence, they were poor and they had to depend and submit to men as husbands. That means they were inferior and subject to their husband's control. This is what we call subordination. In the play, not only are there very few female characters, the roles the female characters play are marginal. Well, mostly at least. There are two ways you can look at it. On one hand, when I say the female characters are in fact marginal, I mean that they play no important roles in society, unlike the roles of the men. We have King Duncan, the King of England, Macbeth, the Thane of Carter. Unlike the men, the women have no title or rank in society and they take the names of their husbands, like Lady Macbeth and Lady Macduff. On the other hand, when I say they are not marginal characters, I mean it in respect to the play's version of society. Female characters such as the three witches, Hecate and Lady Macbeth, have 
very important roles in respect to the plot. And their roles have a big impact in the play, which might I add, that impact is not exactly positive. I believe Shakespeare's portrayal of women in the text speaks to his attitude towards women. We can see that through the roles of the female characters. The way Lady Macbeth is portrayed creates a bias in the view of the reader. Lady Macbeth, the three witches, and Hecate are the females in the play that we can consider as non-marginal. So let's analyze it further. The way Lady Macbeth is portrayed by the author leads the reader to believe that she is evil as she influences innocent Macbeth to commit murder. Macbeth is originally a soldier, one who has a killing streak, while Lady Macbeth has probably never seen blood. Shakespeare uses the conscience of Macbeth and the lack of conscience in Lady Macbeth to antagonize her. But the reality is that Lady Macbeth has a desire to reach her ambition and she is not afraid to do whatever is necessary. And mind you, note that Lady Macbeth's ambition is the same of Macbeth's. Macbeth, a proud warrior, kills people most of the time to attain his reputation and status. But when Lady Macbeth has the slightest idea to do so, she is demonized. It just shows you the bias created by the portrayal of Lady Macbeth by the author in the text. As the play progresses, we begin to see both male and female characters make sexist and stereotypical remarks about feminism and masculinity. Most at times, the male characters use female characteristics to refer to weaknesses, while the female and male characters link masculinity to ambition and violence. We can see this in Act 2 when Lady Macbeth wishes she were a man so that she would be able to kill King Duncan herself because Macbeth was being a coward. Another example is when Macbeth tells Lady Macbeth that because of her ambitions and desire that she would birth only male children. In Act 3, the murderers, while talking to Macbeth, claim that they are men as to establish their masculine capabilities. We see Lady Macbeth take advantage of the gender stereotype of women as weak when she feigns to distract the men from her husband's rambling right after they killed Duncan. Now going back to the marginalization and subordination of the female characters in the play. If you notice, the female characters do not actually have names. They are giving the names of their husbands. 
like Lady Macbeth and Lady Macduff. And even a female character who is known as the gentlewoman does not actually have a name. Instead, she's just giving the term gentlewoman. Which when we analyze this, it goes back into the stereotypical perception of a woman. So she's referred to as gentle and she's also a caretaker, which obviously a man would not be doing. Just to summarize everything that we have gone through today, we have looked at gender stereotypes, the sexism in the literature. We have also looked at the roles of the male and female characters and the marginalization and oppression of the female characters. And we have analyzed the whole of the text. Now, I'm afraid our time has finally come to an end. And I do hope that you got a lot of information from my podcast. And I do hope that you do listen to my next episode, which is going to be coming up next Thursday. See you guys and have a great week.